Okay, top us up. Now, oh, wow. This is the fastest I've ever seen you drink a drink. <laughs> I know. Thank you. To be honest. It's, like, all, it's only been 45 <laughs> Jessica. I didn't know it was gonna frog. It's fine. You've had worse, I'm sure. And this, I'm sorry, is why we don't drink in bed. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Welcome to Tipsy Time. Tipsy Talk. I don't know. We need to have a vote on what tipsy, the name is. Tipsy. Oh. Tipsy time or tipsy talk? Well, let's say tipsy time talks for now. (laughs) Hi, and welcome to the Empower with M podcast. I'm your host, Emily Jane Saroff, and tonight we're going to get tipsy! (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the podcast, guys. No, that was not me. That was my best friend, Jessica freaking Ann Cleason! Hello! In the house! Okay, for real, for real. Welcome to this episode. Now, my best friend messaged me. Jess messaged me. She's like, Em, I'm coming over tonight. And I was like, cool, let's do this. No boundaries. But I also (laughs) needed to, you know, record a podcast episode tonight. So what we decided to do was do a best friend EP. (laughs) We weren't aligned. (laughs) We weren't aligned. Just said a best friend episode together. And we're just going to have some chats about different topics that best friends should chat about Mm -hmm. and see where this goes. And if it is, you know, not a total mess, I will post it as an episode for you guys to listen to. So if you're listening to this, it was a success. Yay. We are drinking $5 wine. You know, actually, I think I splurged and did $10. I'm not going to lie. We're not cheap here. No. (laughs) We like to keep things classy. And our, um, Placky cups. Yeah, so to give you guys a visual, imagine Game of Thrones, like 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 wine gauntlet, but a cheap two dollar plastic cup from mm. the reject store. They're That's no party cups, yeah. Party yeah. cups. But it's a vibe, it's a vibe. I feel I like a so. queen right now. Same. So Jess, uh-huh. because let's be real, none of my followers know who the heck you are. No. They probably Rude. don't even know that you exist. Rude. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, you're an introvert. You never want to come on my I podcast. Am she has, no, she has asked multiple times. You know when, like. I just always say, blow it off. <laughs> yeah, literally. You know how introverts make friends mm. and they don't, they don't make friends. An extrovert comes along and adopts them. I was thinking that today. <laughs> and forces them into friendship. I was literally thinking, I was like, who are my friends? And I was like, you know, the people that I'm friends with have, because they made me their friend. Yep, <laughs> like, yep. So if you're the introvert friend, send this episode to your extrovert friend. And if you're the extrovert friend, then you better send this to your intro friend and make sure yeah. that they're listening to the podcast and subscribed on their preferred stream streaming platform do it of course but back on topic just introduce yourself tell our listeners about you because they don't know who the heck you are hi everyone i'm i'm jess long time best friend of uh, 
some years. Do you remember? My, I thought you forgot my name for a second. No. Long time, that's kind of. Um, Who is it again? Um, no, I was just doing the math in my head, but I'm not that quick. Um, since 2014, whatever that is. Mm. Anyway, yeah, we became friends, like, because I moved schools. And I adopted and her. And you befriended me, and I accepted it. So that's how that went. Anyway. Do you know, no, 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 no. Oh. Do you know the main reason why I adopted you? Because <laughs> we were the same size and I wanted to share clothes with someone. <gasps> <laughs> that is so rude. <laughs> no kidding. Plus, I was like, you know, star pupil. And you were. You were, like, the, the one to be friends with. Made everyone feel welcome. And I just made it happen. I just clung on and didn't let go. I was like, ride this wave. <laughs> um, anyway, back to me. Gosh. I go to uni, I study psychology, and I'm a youth support worker. Hell yeah. Um, so that's fun. And I'm also a mother. Um, I have a three-year-old. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's um, he, he's covered in fur and barks. Um, nah, I'm not really a mother. Sorry. Um, and, um, and what? You're super into spirituality. Oh, yeah. Sorry. That too. I think you should describe me. Think you know like what to say more. I feel so like So Jess is super fun, super bubbly. She does keep to herself sometimes because she's a little bit introverted. <laughs> but once she gets comfortable with you, she really, really opens up. What else is Jess? She's got really great taste in fashion. Like she's very creative when it mm. comes to fashion as well. Kind mm. of like I'd describe it if anything. Sort of like a a, a brat's doll cross fairy. That's cool. Yeah, that would be like your I'll take style. That. Your style. I see yeah, that. I, do I see, see that, that too. I see that too. But enough about Jess. Yeah, let's stop, please. This isn't Empower with Jess. This is tipsy time. <laughs> with them. <laughs> Explain our actual, how we became friends. Yeah, so how did we become friends? Well, I moved schools in grade 11. Mm-hmm. And um, we were in art class. Were we? Refreshing. We were. We were in art class. And you came and sat next to me because it was my first day and I was new. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. I say that to everyone now. I, I know. Realize. And that's now like, I realize too and I'm kind of cut. <laughs> no, but I mean it. But like that's also pro tip, guys. If you want to break the ice with anyone, literally just tell them they're pretty and then they're going to be so flattered and bam, you've made yourself friends. I was flattered and she I did make a friend, so it works, clearly. Uh, literally. Like I did it to... The girl that I met on the beach, I spoke about her in a different podcast episode. I went up to her and I was like, excuse me, you were just so pretty. Oh, that's nice. No, actually, I didn't say that. I said, excuse me, I was just watching you walk past me before and I had to stop you and become friends. so freaking creepy. I know, but we go for coffee together now. If you were like a 40-year-old man, she (laughs) would have been like, get the heck away from me. But I wasn't a 40-year-old man. True, 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 And we went for coffee. Know your audience, you know. Twice. Since I oh my introduced gosh. my knowledge. I saw yesterday. Yeah, we went to a cafe That's and so did some work cute. together. It was fun. Are fun. you guys both introverted? Uh, extroverted, sorry. Um, like, or did you no, just force your is, friendship upon her? I sort of forced it on her too. Hey, like, she even said, oh, I'm really bad at making friends. And I was like, That's okay, because I'm really great You're at making like, friends. This is my niche. This is my time to shine. <laughs> this is what I excel at. <laughs> Literally. Oh, that's fun. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, you came up and befriended me and then I sent you a text message. <laughs> I'm still so ashamed of this to this day. You did. What did the message say though? You remind me of this all the time. How could you forget? You make fun of me about this I, all the time. I have the memory of a goldfish. Anyway, I texted I sent you a text. I sent you a text message and I said, Thank you so much for being so nice to me. <laughs> See, this is 
is what I'm here for. I was placed on this earth to be nice to people. Literally. And um, yeah, I sent you a message and you were like, oh, what a loser. No. <laughs> Who was being mean to you to make you send me a thank you message? I don't know. No, I hi. was just really like nervous because it was like a new school and it was like mm. the middle of the year. Mm. And like you were really nice. And I was like, oh, she was nice. I'm going to learn. This she is so nice. true. This you know, so give good. credit where credit is due. And what can I say? I was running for school captain. I had to suck up to everyone. Yeah, she's won my vote. <laughs> it paid off. <laughs> she wanted my vote. But anyway, yeah, from then on, it was just like, just like this, I guess. Mm. Just a bit loopy. Um, fill up our cup time. Jeez, girl. We <laughs> never drink this fast usually. Here you go. On the note of filling up our cup. Jessima. That was really shit. Can you hear the bubbles? <sighs> Lovely. <laughs> on the topic of filling up our cup, Jess, is what, Jess, what is something that fills up your cup? Oh, something that fills up my cup. Like, uh, life purpose-wise or self-care-wise? Oh, either or. Either or? Both. Okay. All right, we'll do, we'll do life purpose. Okay. Yeah. I guess life purpose-wise, something that fills my cup is gaining knowledge and being able to share that with the young people mm. that I work with. Mm, tell I us more suppose. about that. Tell us more about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, I suppose, like, I, I mean, I love to study and learn, mm. and that makes me feel like I have a purpose. And then I like to take everything that I learn into my job and just share it with as many people as I can mm. and hopefully make the lives of others a little bit better with that information. Mm. Okay, on the topic of finding your purpose then, oh. like, because so many people that follow me obviously, mm. are on their own journeys and mm. wanting to find their purpose as well. Yep. How did you go about finding your purpose? It was a long... It was a process. <laughs> M knows because I have dropped out of uni, like, three different degrees, I More think. More times than me, everybody! Yeah, literally. I think I've dropped out of three different degrees because... And I've had, like, so many jobs I can't even count, like... Mm. But that's okay. It's all but part of it, the process. Yeah, and that's what led me to my purpose. Can we please like normalize dropping out of uni? Literally, and jobs, I like, know because we felt out. both of us felt so guilty when we did it. Mm-hmm. Like we felt so guilty, and I was like, "Why? Like we're not gonna study something we don't love, mm-hmm. and we're not gonna, you know, enjoy for however long we decide to do it." So, mm-hmm. so yeah, back to how did you find your purpose? Um, I think just trying as many things as possible and not being afraid to put yourself out there Mm. and not being afraid to not enjoy it. Like, don't be scared Mm. of failing at something and realising that you don't enjoy it. Exactly. It's better to, like, give something a shot, fail at it, and Mm. then be like, okay, well, back to the drawing board. I'll do something else. Like, this isn't for me. Or if you fail, just find what you can learn from it and then give it another shot. Exactly. And, like, that way you don't live life with regrets. You're not like, oh, what if Mm. I did this? It's like, well, I did do that and I didn't like it. So... Mm. Okay, okay. So let's say, for example, we're at the end of our life. The Mm -hmm. two of us right now, we're sitting on that balcony we've always spoken about. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, sitting on both of our partners are dead. (laughs) It's just us. (laughs) (laughs) We're just like funny old hags who just sit there and gossip about life. You get to that point. What is the one thing that you don't want to regret not doing in your lifetime? Oh, wow. That's a big question. I know. I don't know where it came from. And I'm like kind of tipsy right now. That was intense. (laughs) Wow. Mm. I don't want to regret not knowing my full potential. Mm. So I don't want to regret looking back and being like, what could I have done? Mm. I want to know that I could do anything I put my mind to. 
Does that make yes. sense? Or am I just like... Nah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to make sure that you do everything you can in your life to just live your life to the fullest yeah. and give your all to whatever it is you go after. Exactly. Like, mm. just putting 100% into whatever it is I decide to do. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're doing that at the moment? Yeah, I do. Heck yes, queen! <laughs> what about you? I want to know yours. Well, me? Yeah. I reckon... Oh, I reckon just, like, taking chances. Mm. I feel like there's going to be lots of opportunities where I can, like, take a chance on something and, like, you know, feel the fear of it but go in with it anyway. Because I feel like that's the biggest thing that anyone ever regrets is playing safe and not taking Mm. those chances. Definitely. Yeah, so whether it be, like, chances with relationships or chances with, like, business opportunities or chances with just, like, going on random adventures Mm. around the world... If I'm presented with an opportunity and I feel drawn to it, I want to be able to take that chance, take that opportunity and see where it takes me. You know, if it takes me down the wrong path, well, I'll realign myself eventually rather than like, you know, getting to the end and being like, what if I had done this? Mm. What if I had asked that person out? Yeah. Or what if I had, you know? Yeah. Do you mm. think you're doing that now? Yeah. I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I agree. Hey, because I reckon... Like, last year, I could have been like, oh, what if this doesn't work with, like, the business and mm. coaching and everything? Like, what if I just stay in uni, get them, get my master's? Like, I think about that all the time, right? Mm. I remember so clearly at the point where I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to drop out of my degree. I'm like, okay, well, I can spend the next six months getting a piece of paper yeah. or I can spend the next six months working on a business and I'm so glad I did that because in my mind, I was like, so much can happen in six months. Yeah. And even though six months is like a short amount of time when it comes to getting that degree, mm. it's like, well, I'm not going to use that degree for anything. So what if I just did it with something else? And I'm glad I did because Same. like it hasn't even been like six full months of coaching right now. And like I'm flipping blown away. I know. And you're so much like happier as well. So much happier. So much happier. So much happier. So much more like even though you're, like, busier than ever, you have more energy. Literally. Like, you just have so much more, like, spark for life, even though you're, like... Mm. You literally work, like, the most I've ever... Like, I don't know anyone that works as hard <laughs> as you. But at the same time, you just have so much energy and, like, so much time for everyone. So yeah. I think it was, like, the best move ever, to be I honest. agree. And I think, like, the reason why I've got so much energy is, like, even though I'm working basically Monday to Sunday, like, mm. Monday to Monday, yeah. I really don't take full days off, which, you know, isn't really the best thing. But at this point in time as well it's kind of like I'm my mindset is this year is just hustle really really hard yeah and then next year I can step back a bit more but yeah. I've just got such a high energy towards it because I'm so passionate about it and I think like so many so much of the time people struggle to find the energy to put it into the work that they're doing or the degrees they're studying and the reason why they struggle is because they're not actually truly aligned with what they're doing mm. they're truly passionate about yeah, it exactly and like when you are aligned with your passions and your purpose you just find this like you know, unlimited supply of energy to just show up each day and you just want to, right? Like, it's fun. <laughs> Definitely. Unless you're, like, iron deficient. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I went and I went to get iron deficiency tested and the doctor was like, no, you're just welcome to 2021. Everyone's chronically fatigued. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is just great. But anyway, I was going to say something before about what you were talking about. Um, energy, passion. Yeah, I can't. But like, that. don't get me wrong. There are days where I literally run myself dry. Yeah. When I end up pouring too much into other people, oh, that's what it was. like that's yeah. sort of been happening the past few weeks. Let me grab my drink. Ah! 
<laughs> that's, oh. <laughs> that's sort of been happening the past few weeks because I've been giving too much of myself to others. But then it's just important that in those moments, like I, I know when I hit those moments now, so I pull myself yeah. back and I set more boundaries and I give more time to self-care. But yeah, I mean, like when you're passionate about something and have unlimited energy towards something, it doesn't mean that you don't get exhausted, that you don't find it hard, that it's not challenging. It just means that despite all that, you're so driven to show up. You're so motivated to show up because you're just so connected to what it is you're doing. I think we feel guilty a lot of the time because we just compare ourselves to what everyone else is doing. Mm. Like I found myself like, obviously, because I'm working in like youth support. It can be a bit much sometimes and I find myself comparing like to other people and I'm like wow these people can work like five days a week and I'm like I just cannot do it mentally like so Mm -hmm. I think yeah just finding like what is your balance and then sticking to that and just not like don't worry about what everyone else is doing like run your own race you know Mm -hmm. and do what feels right for you trust your body trust your instincts literally yeah and if you feel like you're doing good then you're doing good girl so speaking about comparison i Mm. came up with literally the best hack to Mm. breaking comparison like haven't shared this on social media yet juiciest life hack you'll ever make so you find like situation put yourself in it you find yourself comparing yourself to someone else maybe Mm. they're doing the same thing that you're doing but you think they're doing it better or you think they're further ahead yeah in that moment when you're comparing yourself to them Open up their account, open up their inbox, send them a voice message and tell them how freaking proud of them you are for what they've achieved, right? Like the hard work they've been putting in to get there and tell them how much you're inspiring them and how you're showing, how they're showing you what's possible for you to be able to achieve as well. And it changes everything for you, like literally everything. Yeah, because you get out of that mindset of, oh, they're doing this and I'm not doing that to instead, like, you know, praising them and being like damn like they are doing this and they are working hard for this and if they can do that then I can do that and it's so great because more often than not they're going to send you a message back and be like um oh my gosh thank you so much like that really means so much to me that you're recognizing the hard work I'm doing and then they're going to give you tips you know Mm. they're going to want to help you as well to get to where they are and that's the thing you just got to like shape change shave your perspective (laughs) out shave your perspective Embrace the body hair. We're feminists over here. We Except I P I I P L, but sure, I'm pro bush. <laughs> um, President Bush all the way. <laughs> You're a President Bush. Did you know what the fuck? I thought it was funny. Okay, back on topic. Yeah, change your mindset from being like, you know, I'm comparing myself to them in a negative way to being like no I'm gonna praise them and let them know how well they're doing and and change it to inspiration rather than comparison that works like a charm amazing so so just just like do you have like a bunch of unopened voice memos <laughs> <laughs> sent to like Rachel Dillon <laughs> I'm not making fun of this because it's a genuinely a really good idea but like I can just imagine you Excuse me. I have not voice memoed Rachel Dillon. I'm keeping it professional because she's going to be on my podcast one day. Oh, yeah, yeah. True, true, true. You don't want her to, like, open it up one day and be like, there's, like, ten voice memos. I just think you're so amazing. Is this crazy chick? I thought I blocked her. (laughs) No, but that that I do. I think that's a really cool technique, though, because, yeah, with social media, it's like, I'm going to try that. Mm -hmm. Fill me up. Oh, wow. 
Dude, you're drinking so slow tonight. I know. It's usually the other way around. I have drunk about $7 of this. The bottle's gone. <laughs> no, I was going to say there's um cans in the bag <laughs> of more drinks. We can raid Dad's alcohol cabinet. Oh, thanks, Papa Sarah. Was I talking? I was agreeing with you when I was talking uh, with Yeah, you. no, all I was going to say was I drank $7 of that $10 bottle. You did. Like, yeah. Um, no, but I was agree When I was talking over you, it was just me going, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that make yeah. it messy? Well, I don't know. It could. I just don't know if it's going to be messy or not. But we'll just do we want to have a listen or so I can stop? Nah. I'm just supporting you in what you're saying. Do we have any like life advice? Are we qualified? Yeah, you're qualified. Well, I'm semi qualified. You see, everybody, the the hack around coaching is I do not give advice. Yeah, true. All I simply do is ask why. (laughs) Journal that. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm guiding you to find your own solutions. Nah, she is. She is. I listen, I listen to your podcast, like, when I'm driving at work. Yeah. yeah. Have you left me a review? Yeah, of course. Oh, I was one of your first reviews. Thank you very much, because you messaged me and asked. But <laughs> tell our listeners to leave me a review, Jess. <coughs> Intermission. <laughs> I'm going to be like an ad. <laughs> Hi everyone, you've been listening to the Empower with M podcast. I just really want to encourage you all to jump over onto your preferred streaming platform and leave an amazing review for M. This encourages her to keep doing what she's doing and keep being the best person ever. Peace out. And join the podcast community on Facebook Link and Bio. Oops, forgot. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to my channel. Okay, anyway. topic to talk about. Okay, let's talk about odds, odds. If you don't want to talk about it, we won't talk about it. <laughs> no. Okay, so Jess, Aww. you have had a massive shift in your I life. Know. End of 2020, yeah. relationship wise. Yeah. Let's chat. Oh, we're going deep. Um, <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Yeah, let's make this the relationship segment because yeah. we both had major shifts in our we both, 2020s. So something that's really funny about mm. us is that we always have shifts in our relationships at the exact same time. It's because we're twin flames. Yeah, I think so too. But um, mm-hmm. like seriously, like one of us will get into a relationship, then the next person mm-hmm. will. And it's like usually like only like a month or two difference. Yeah. And then like we one of us will get dumped or we'll break up with somebody and then mm-hmm. the same thing will happen to the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally. Yeah, except for So right Jess now. is the reason my relationship ended because she decided to break up with her <laughs> boyfriend. Therefore, my boyfriend decided to break up with me. But look, I'm happy. I'm thriving. We're both happy. We're both thriving. That's Everything happens thing. for a reason. I was going to exactly. say mother beeping reason, but then I was like, no, nah, let's, this let's is, keep it classy. This is PG. Um, yeah. But yes, I did have a big shift. I recently, well, not really recently. It's probably been like six months now. Yeah, seven like months. October. No, no, September, November. Uh, What's before yeah, September? It was August. August. I came out as, I don't have a label, but I guess I'm just queer. Um, mm-hmm. I came out and now I have a beautiful, wonderful girlfriend. Heck yes. And yes, yeah, so that was a massive shift for me because previously to that I was identified as straight because, well, I, I thought I was straight. <laughs> like I wasn't, yeah. Um, and then I came out. You were the first person I ever told. Mm-hmm. I cried the whole time. Yeah, yeah, let's chat that. Let's chat mm. about, um, because, like, I don't know, there might be people who are listening who also want to come out and 
like feel nervous to talk to their friends about it. What was some of the sort of fears you had when coming out to me? Because I was one of the first people you came out to, wasn't I? Yeah, you were like the first person. Mm. Um, I, I like spoke it through with my, because I have a psychologist, like, you know, happy to say that. Like, I, they're basically like a doctor to me, like, you know, mm-hmm. should be as normalized as that. Um, but yeah, I spoke it through with them. I kind of just said it and I was like, cool. And then um, I came over that afternoon and I was I was really scared. I was scared because I suppose like it had been something I'd been feeling for so long mm. and putting it out there and verbalizing it was such a big deal because I was like, this is me. Like, you know, and it's scary because you don't want people to judge you. You don't want people to treat you differently. And I think that was something like that I definitely struggled with at the start was getting scared that people would treat me differently. But, um, like I mean I didn't need to have those fears with any of my friends or family because they've all been amazing but yeah when I told you I literally cried the whole time like I Mm. I couldn't even start the conversation without crying because I was just so like it wasn't like I was still getting used to like verbalizing it myself let alone like Mm. sharing it with other people but um yeah you were like cool yeah I literally was like wait that's it yeah you, you literally said because I was so upset yeah. and you were like okay like, <laughs> like bro like shut off the waterworks thanks that, and it's funny because that was like almost all of the reactions I had like everyone I said they were like okay like yeah we kind of like got the idea that that was gonna be the case like mm. and they were like like that's that's awesome that you you have like worked that out so yeah and I know that, like, I'm extremely lucky that that was my experience. I know that other people haven't had that experience. Um, but, yeah, I guess you just have to trust that, especially your friends, that you're friends with them for a reason. Mm. You know, like, I knew that you would never treat me differently because mm. that's who you are as a person and that's why I love you because you're so accepting of people and no matter what I knew you were gonna love me and like oh my god I'm getting upset again (laughs) (laughs) Jess is uh very sensitive (laughs) I am a very sensitive soul um but yeah I think you know the people in your life are in your life for a reason Mm. and like anyone that doesn't accept you it's not your like it's nothing to do with you it's something to do with their Mm. own internal battle like it's not you Mm. um you know, that, that's just from my perspective. Like, I understand, like, everyone has different experiences and I can't speak for everyone. But, yeah, that was my experience with it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, how would you... Were you, when, like, I told you, were you just, like... I was literally, like, well, I'm so happy for you, yeah. <laughs> you know? Because we always talk about, like... Because we're, like, big believers in soulmates and, like, you know, finding the people for us and all that. I was mm. just happy for you that you were able to become clear on, well, you were looking in the wrong place for all that yeah right and like I'm happy for you to be whoever you want be with whoever you want and I was yeah it made me excited because I was like well this is the start of something new for you yeah I was excited it doesn't change who you are as a person (laughs) yeah you know I think that was the biggest thing that like everyone said to me like my Mm -hmm. parents and stuff like they were like we like you're still the exact same person Jess like Mm -hmm. we still love you and I think 
that's just what people need to realize anyone that has like a problem with it they need to realize like we're the same people Mm. (laughs) like (laughs) and that's the thing like if someone is going to judge you for that and not accept you for um coming out about your sexuality then those people don't deserve you and they don't deserve to be in alignment with you either a hundred percent definitely agree with that one so but it goes to show how like big we can work up fears to be in our heads oh wow yeah like that was Mm. like i was like mulling on that for like a long time and just like thinking about oh my gosh like what is everyone gonna say and like i think telling my parents was like the scariest thing ever and Mm -hmm. it didn't need to be at all Mm -hmm. but because i was anxious about it and like working it up i was like oh my gosh but like it wasn't a big deal so yeah definitely how does it feel to now be open and honest with everyone around you it just feels so normal. Mm. Like, it just feels, like, literally just feels normal. And because social media was the next hurdle for you, like, mm. publicizing on that, because it took a couple months to, in it for you to actually, like, or, like, a fair few months to, like, post yeah. you and your girlfriend on um, Instagram. Yeah, um, I think I felt, because I had, obviously, a run thought that I was straight for so long, mm. I didn't, I don't know, I guess I was just like, oh, what are people going to think? And then I got to a point where I was like, who cares? Mm. <laughs> you know, like, um, I love this person. I want everyone to know about it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what gender they identify as. Mm. Like, it, like, it doesn't matter what gender anyone identifies as. If you love them, you love them. And I was like, you know what, if people are going to be unhappy about that or whatever, like, they can leave. That's fine. I don't care. Um, but yeah, it, again, like it was just a, a, not really a fear. I, I guess it was a bit of like a fear I built up in my head. Like, what are people going to think? Just like judgment. Mm. Like, um, and like, there was no reason to feel like that because I'm happy and that's the main thing. What's your advice for anyone who's like sort of, um, finding themselves at the moment, maybe confused about who they are and what they want? Like, what's your advice for them? I guess it's hard because everyone has such a different journey. But I think just embrace yourself and don't be afraid of the thoughts you're feeling or don't be ashamed of it. And it can be really hard because there's so much internalized feelings that we have that we don't even realize we have. Um, So many like internalized shames or whatever it is that you have. And I think recognizing them and going, no, I'm not going to let them control me. And then moving forward and just, just, just go out and just like try new things and see what you like and just kiss a damn girl. <laughs> I wasn't trying to say that, but like just, yeah. I kissed, no, just kissed, kissed a girl and she liked it. <laughs> but yeah, just, just have some, just don't take it too seriously. Just go out, try new things and be safe, <laughs> be safe. But, um. Yeah, just, and I journaled a lot, I'm not going to lie. I did journal Mm. on my emotions a lot, what I was experiencing, what I was feeling. Got it all out there. Made it a lot easier to see when it's all written down. And then um, just went for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Talked to a lot of people about it, like, before I obviously started dating women, like, because I was, like, so scared. And I got, like, support from, like, you. Like, I remember you being on, like, Tinder with me. Like, like, just there as, like, a support. Like, you've got this. But, yeah, no, it just... I think that you kind of know. Like, I was listening to podcasts, like, doing quizzes. Like, am I gay? And I'm like, if I'm even asking this question, like, surely there's something to it. Like... Literally. You know? So, literally. Yeah. And see, that just, like, 
that just makes me think of like ever whenever anyone has something they're really torn about you know mm. whether it be like leaving a degree or following something new like leaving a relationship when we're in that place really thinking about like doing that thing generally it's what we want but like not trusting our intuition Mm. and not like trusting ourselves and our gut is what clouds that judgment it makes us overthink and um yeah get confused about what it is we're looking for yeah 100 percent. like i yeah you you know like you know you just know and it's with everything like in hindsight obviously it's easier to see it and be like yes i knew that Mm -hmm. but you do deep down if if you're questioning it usually you know so also can we just like recognize the fact that you met your girlfriend on tinder um but yeah no tinder tinder does it for you well it's it's so much easier like going out to a a bar as like a female and like trying to pick up it's so scary okay okay but here are some tips on how to tinder safely Okay, so Tinder tips. If you're using Tinder, Tinder safely. Tinder safely, guys. Our top Tinder tips for you guys would be, first and foremost, if you're going on a date to meet someone, meet in public. Please. Like, even if you're going to, you know, go do the dirty later, like, just meet in public first, just so you can, like, make sure they are who they say they are. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're not getting, like, catfished. So if you get creepy vibes, you can be like, bye. Mm -hmm. And then if you are going to go to their place, make sure you're sending your friend your location. Like, either download an app or Mm. share your location via Messenger on Facebook. But we downloaded a specific app. Yeah, we did. That would tell us how much battery percentage is left, like, everything. Yeah. So we could be fully aware of where each other would be. um, Because you just, you never know. Yeah, you never know. And it's also kind of just, like, good to have in general. Yeah. In general, just so that, like, somebody has, you know, your location in case something happens. Yeah, literally. Like, you're meeting strangers. Mm. You're meeting strangers and you can't trust everyone that you meet online. So, yeah, you got to make sure that you are playing it safe in that sense. And what else, what other advice would we have for Tinder dating? Um, Tinder dating. I think get to know the person, like, a little bit. Like, text a bit. Do all that before you don't like rush into it. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Use protection because you don't know if they're gonna have STDs. Literally. I feel please. like that's so overlooked. Yeah. Right? Like, don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Like, don't be afraid mm. to be like, I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to. Like, don't be afraid to put your foot down. Mm-hmm. I haven't had any bad Tinder experiences. I haven't really had I've never had dates off Tinder. Mm-hmm. I make friends off Tinder. <laughs> um, isn't like, that like Bumble friends? Like, I think you're on the wrong app, love. <laughs> because I just, I get on Tinder and then I get messages from guys like being all flirty and I'm like, why the fuck are you flirting with me? You don't even know me. Um, I go on Tinder and forget the reason for Tinder and then I get frustrated at boys for using Tinder for the purpose that Tinder is to be used for. Yeah, I must say, like, the difference between, because I, like, back, like, a few years ago, I had, like, men on, like, I had Tinder to date guys um, and then obviously when I ended my previous relationship and I came out, I just had women on there. The difference was pretty big. Like, Mm. guys are gross. (laughs) Um, Like, girls I just felt were so much more respectful and I, like, had genuine conversations with a lot of them. Like, it wasn't as icky, Mm. I felt. Mind you, though, like, I've had some really genuine convos on Tinder. 
like, I mean, like, you know, I've met plenty of nice people that I now have, like, a friendship with. <laughs> friendship. Wink, <laughs> no. wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Maybe going on a date tomorrow. <laughs> Love that for you. No, but um, I actually have, like, hit off really good conversations with some people on Tinder. Like, maybe, like, three out of 20. Three out of 30. Yeah, I think, yeah, it, it's it's a bit of a hit and miss situation, yeah. isn't it? But, but yeah, um, it, if you do choose to use it, just make sure you're being really careful because you never know. Safe. Don't give people your, all your information. No. Don't need to connect with everyone on all social media platforms. No. Like, remember can't trust everyone just because they're being nice to you in a message doesn't mm-hmm. mean they're a good person yeah definitely i always keep in the front lobe of my mind are they showing signs of being a serial killer yeah are they a sociopath are slash they a psychopath sociopath? or like yeah. what what's going on or are here? they a trump supporter <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally like hypothetically if you lived in america like when was the election whenever the election was who would you have voted for? This is getting too political for the Empower With Them podcast. Let's sorry, bring it back sorry, a we're okay. toning it down. So we've spoken about Jess's dating life. Let's okay, speak so about turn. mine. Okay, what are you asking me? I asked you about your coming out. Okay, so you obviously went through a breakup recently. Yes. Yes. Recently. No, actually, it's been like seven months now. How crazy no. is that? It was September last year. September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. Holy May and when this episode comes out, it's gonna be on. Don't tell me it's gonna be on the fourth. <gasps> no, it's not. It's gonna be on the sixth. So it'll be exactly eight months. Wow. Okay. So you went through a breakup eight months ago. Hell yeah. It doesn't feel like eight months. It doesn't. Yeah. No. That's flown by. That really has. Mm. Um. I guess like because you haven't really talked about it much. That much. I really haven't. I keep meaning to do an episode where mm. I like talk about breakups, which is coming, guys. Like I'm going to talk about breakups and how to thrive after a breakup. Mm. You definitely have done that. Thank you. What was the hardest part? Do you think? Mm. Probably letting go of the idea that we're going to get back together. Yeah. You know, because for me, like in terms of the breakup, in like. Everyone on social media didn't even realize that I went through a breakup. Yeah. Because then I ended up making a post like maybe a month later or something or two months later. And it was something to do with being single. And everyone was like, what? I didn't even realize that this happened. Mm. And I think the reason why everyone didn't realize it happened was because I didn't actually let it have that much of an effect on me. Like, yes, I did have some nights where I'd, you know, obviously cry myself to sleep and be upset about it. But <laughs> but no, for the most part, like, I actually didn't let it impact me because I had, I've been through breakups before where I kind of, like, you know, you saw it. Yeah. Like, I literally <laughs> went into, like, a depression for yeah. three months. Yeah. And I just knew that I didn't want to allow anyone to have that sort of impact on me mm. ever again. And um, for me, when I went through my breakup, I was like, okay, well, this is an opportunity to focus on myself and to focus on my business. Yeah. So at the time of my breakup was also the time when I decided to drop out of my degree and quit my job. So it was like everything happened at once. A lot. But my spirit animal warned me in a dream one night. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. My my Thanks, my spirit cried. Yes, the crow came <laughs> and visited me. That's a story for another day. And so I just channeled all my focus and my energy into myself and and creating my business. And I think that helped a lot. But it did become a, a, a bit of a distraction. I can admit that. I was gonna say like because yeah. you you like were like you made yourself so busy. Yeah. Like, like you all like drew all of yourself yeah. into like work and yeah. I think I I don't know if I asked you, but I was like I think I asked you like are you like 
trying to ignore it. Yeah, you did ask me. And I think partly yes and partly no. I think that um I did acknowledge my feelings when it would get to the point where it would just like come out and I'd, yeah. I'd sit with it and I'd cry for the night and I'd journal on it and all of that. But I think it was just a great way to sort of like direct my focus into something mm. else. I just realized that life goes on. You know, and if it's meant to be, it'll be yeah. sort of thing. Like, that's the sort of mindset that I had. So I was like, well, rather than wasting time, like, you know, making myself not function or just be absolutely bedridden, I'd rather put my energy into myself and doing something else. But yes, I can admit that a large part of it was um, using it as a distraction. Yeah. <laughs> but it was in a healthy way. It mm. wasn't unhealthy, like... No, it wasn't, like, mm. an unhealthy coping mechanism. No, It was exactly. definitely a healthy cope, like, exactly. a healthy coping me- mechanism. Um, because it was a lot different to your previous breakups mm-hmm. that you'd gone through with other partners. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's yep. different. But the hardest part for me was definitely letting go of the idea that we're going to get back together. Yeah. Because I would kept keep on romanticizing and be like, no, we're just having time apart. Like, we're going to come back together and it's all going to be fine. But then it's been more like recently in the past few months where I've been like, you know what? Like, no, this isn't going to happen because, I mean, if if someone wants to be with me, they're going to be with me. Oh, 100%. I, <laughs> you think, know? I think that you have to have... I think everyone around you was reminding you of that too. Mm. Like, I know, like me and your sister, like, and everyone else was Definitely. like reminding you of what you deserve (laughs) Mm. for me like being fixated on the idea that we were going to get back together was really closing me off to meeting more people yeah like really closing me off like you know there would be people that would pop up but I'd be like no it's not gonna work with them because you know inevitably I'm gonna get back with you know my ex but yeah now I sort of realize that that's not the case you know like um it's 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 more I've found more of my self-worth in the sense of like self-worth is just this constant thing that I've been working on I think especially since that previous relationship that I had Mm. the really bad breakup that hit me like that was sort of a low point for me and then I started to rebuild my worth through my last relationship which was an absolutely beautiful relationship and I'm so grateful I had that relationship and I'm so grateful that I can still have a friendship with my ex like yeah like we have a friendship like we see each other and we genuinely care about each other's lives but yeah I think I really have just come to terms with what my worth is now and I'm like you know what if someone wants to be with me they are going to be with me and I deserve to have someone who doesn't want to let me go doesn't make you question it yeah Yeah. exactly that exactly that and so that's sort of been where my focus has been going recently and I'm like well you know what now I'm opening myself up for other opportunities yeah you know I'm going to be grateful for what I've had I'm going to be grateful for the relationship that you know I had for the past two years and I'm going to accept that maybe it's time to move on yeah I reckon like I think looking back like I'm grateful for every relationship I've ever Mm, had like definitely they've made us who we are and whether they ended well or not like they Mm. you know they were all we loved them at the time for whatever reason and Mm -hmm. they definitely shaped us into who we are and made us stronger definitely all had a role that they played yeah 100% definitely all had a role that they played I think that's the thing about relationships though is when you go through a breakup like you can look at it as oh my gosh this is the end of my world like I'm gonna fall apart and let this consume me or you can look at it as well, I'm going to be grateful for that time I had with that person and I'm going to see what I can learn from this, right? But then this is also something important as well. I was talking to my psychic, Maggie, who's going to come on the podcast very, very soon and talk about how we can work with the moons better because I know everyone's been so Ooh. emotional. Yeah, because I thought of it because everyone's been so emotional from this last yeah. full moon. Um, 
but basically I was talking to her as well and she said that it's important to make sure that yeah okay you can use like the whole idea of um going through a breakup there's something to learn in that something for you to grow from that but you can't hold on to that as a concept because if you continually think well I go through breakups so I can learn things and the universe is going to continue to send you lessons Um, rather than sending you a partner so it's about making that little bit of a shift and so I think um from this point forward I've acknowledged yeah I've learned and grown so much from my relationships but now I'm no longer looking for lessons I'm looking for a partner that's really interesting concept I know I've never thought of it like that me neither I mean like obviously I date to have a partner like I think yeah. like, the person I'm currently with I'm gonna be with forever mm-hmm. but like putting yeah when you're single mm-hmm. like putting it out there like yeah that's that's interesting. yeah like I'm no longer looking for lessons yeah <laughs> I'm no longer looking for ways to grow through someone else I am looking for a partner <laughs> to, <know>? grow <laughs> to grow with <laughs> you know it's, yeah. but it was really interesting because when she was doing a reading for me and we were talking about relationships and everything yeah, she, she highlighted that because I was like, you know, I, I've been doing really good with this breakup because I've, you know, I've taken so much from my relationship that I can grow and learn from and, like, now I've got all these opportunities and she's like, okay, great. But now stop looking for lessons and start looking for a partner. And I was like, oh, it's deep. Mic drop. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Cheers to Maggie that. dropping the facts. Oh, yes, guys. I will tag Maggie in the show notes. Go check her out for a psychic reading because she is a thebomb.com. Nice. We do love our psychic readings. I'm actually have one next week, which I'm pretty excited mm-hmm. about. I'm also getting my tea leaves red next week. Stop it. I know. That just reminds me of Harry Potter. That I was scene. Thinking the same freaks me out freaks me out every time but yeah no exciting um news though maggie did a card read for me and it says that a relationship is coming into my life and she said that this is gonna be like i'm just gonna know it's not gonna be like maybe this maybe that it's gonna be clear choice and it's gonna come at a time when I'm like really focused on business and like I can't take on a relationship right now. And that is literally, <laughs> but I'm you. gonna do it anyway. <laughs> that is you right now. So, so excited. makes sense. Walk it into totally my life, makes baby. All right. Well, we. Any done. other questions for me? Do we have any advice on overcoming the breakup? Because it can be really mm. hard. And like, yes, we can say like, you know, we learn and we do our mm. But like at the time, like breakups suck. Okay, they my, suck. Mm, my advice for this is, number one, block their asses <laughs> off social media. <laughs> no, seriously, like, like remove them off social media. Send them a message and be like, hey, look. And I think this is the important thing, communication. Mm. Message them and just say, look, it's nothing personal, but I'm just removing you off socials because this is important for me and my healing. Yes. Right, like setting that boundary and... It's important you communicate that because when you just abruptly remove someone, that hurts them. Yeah. You know, whether they broke up with you or not, like, or if it was vice versa, like, it's going to hurt when they realize that you've removed them. So just send them that simple message and be like, this is what I'm doing, okay? Yeah. Communication is key. So remove them off social media so you're not constantly looking at them. It is not good for your mental health. Mm. The second thing would be is feel the pain. Yeah. Right? Like, feel it. You lost someone. They're not yes. dead, but you lost them. Like, like I mean, for me, that person had been two years of my life. Well, you're in mourning. You're, yeah. like, mourning someone. Yeah. Literally. So you have to allow yourself to feel the pain of losing them, right? 
you were probably convinced that maybe you were going to spend the rest of your lives together. Well, I know, like, especially as, like, us. Mm. We, like, we plan. We plan. <laughs> like, we got the names of the children already. They're, like, saved in our notes apps. Like, we're, <laughs> we're good to go. But, yeah, literally, like, feel the pain. Go through the emotions. Cry. It's okay mm. to cry. Don't feel like you have to be strong. And I think this is a big thing. Like, it's okay to be vulnerable, right? Like, by being sad over someone, by crying over someone, you're not giving them your power. You're not being weak for feeling the emotions. You're just feeling the feelings. And they're called feelings because they're meant to be felt, right? Yes. If you're going to block them out, if you're going to push them down, they're going to surf resurface eventually and they're going to come out even stronger because they're going to have been forced out. Yes, definitely. Instead of just been naturally coming out. So feel the emotions. Cry, right? Like burn their love letters do whatever you need to do yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm> so, <laughs> no i was just thinking back to like us in like high school <laughs> oh my god we like, used to have like burning rituals that one really guy did. i'm not gonna say the name on the podcast oh like she'll block out his name yeah we literally I literally had a burning ritual had, like, burnt everything from stuff. him I think, um, so my tip was something that I learned from my, I, anyway, I learned this from our breakup mm-hmm. and this was, this was in the case where I dumped, I hate that word dumped, but I decided you to let go. I let go of some because I could just see that our paths weren't aligned anymore. So what I did was I wrote a list. This is a bit dramatic, but like I wrote a list in my phone of all of the reasons we didn't align mm-hmm. and like all of the doubts that I had been having in this relationship and then so whenever I was feeling like and I actually sent it to my friends as well mm-hmm. and I was like can you remind like me of these reasons when I come to you crying mm-hmm. and then like I had it in my phone so many time I was like crying and like oh my gosh why did I do this mm-hmm. I just like read them and I was like oh yeah Okay, moving on. Yeah. Um, so I think that was just like a really good reminder because we can really romanticize relationships when so we're done much. with them. We focus on the good wow, rather yeah. than on all the negatives. And it's just natural, right? Oh, definitely. Like we're just, of course, we're going to romanticize them. I mean, like this person has been on everything for however long and then just letting go of that. Is, it's a big thing. It's, mm. it's a massive thing mentally to do. So I think just like reminding myself of all of the reasons why it needed to happen really mm-hmm. helped me in my last breakup like really actually helped me yeah. it was like a big changer for me in that and I think even if you aren't the one that's letting go of the relationship even if you were the one that you know was let go then mm-hmm. you can still do that you can still identify all the reasons you didn't align and you can still write them down and you can still read them to yourself because usually there's a reason that it's happened mm-hmm. so yeah and like a big thing as well is creating boundaries like don't go over and be putting yourself in a position to be seeing these people, right? Yeah. Like if you're laying in bed feeling lonely at 2 two a.m. in the morning or like you go out clubbing and you're sad and you're crying at the end of the night because you miss them, don't message them. Don't message them in those moments <laughs> that you're feeling lonely. Learn like, you from our experience. <laughs> you know, like you don't go crawling back to someone just because you're feeling a moment of desperation. Yes, message you know? your friend. Message your friend instead. Message your family. Message anyone else. But, (laughs) you know, like, I read this quote. I can't remember what it is for the life of me. But, like, it was something about, like, you don't want to go crawling back to someone just because you're feeling lonely in the middle of the night. Yeah. And they're on your mind then. Like, you want to be spending your time with the people that you're thinking about when you're at your happiest. Yep. 
you know, during the day when you're like excited about life, not yes. when you're feeling alone and all of that in bed at night. Because so, all it does is drag it out. Like, yeah. Let's be real. Like create those boundaries. Like you've broken up, give each other space, focus on yourselves, stop crawling back because, you know, that just doesn't make it any easier doesn't make it any easier going over and seeing them are you going over like do you want closure because you want closure or do you want closure because you want an excuse to go see them because you're lonely exactly yeah so that's a big thing setting boundaries and don't replace them with somebody new yeah no don't 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 be replacing them with somebody new go through your morning go through your healing focus on you like that's the biggest thing the reason why I've done so well through my breakup is because I just purely focused on myself. Yeah, you did. I didn't bother going and looking for someone to replace, you know, my ex with. I just wanted to focus on me. Yeah. And this can be, like, any amount of time. Like, mm, I know, literally. like, it could be short, it could be long. Like, I think, yeah, you know when you're over it. Like, you mm. definitely know. Yeah. And you, you really know. Like, you, you feel do. a shift in the energy. You notice a change. And that in itself is another whole challenge, you know, Mm. like in that moment, because for me, that's what I'm going through now is, you know, feeling that shift and feeling that sort of separation in that sense. And that in itself is something else that hits you in the feels because you're like, shit, like this is real, like I'm moving on. And that's sad in a way because, like, it's not sad in the sense that I'm moving on, but it's sad because you're accepting the fact that you're letting go. Of this person that you Of something that you held on to for so long. Oh, yeah, definitely. But then just know that you'll go through that, you know, moments of pain, whether it be a day or a week or a month or even a year, but you'll come out the other side and you're going to feel this sense of freedom and and you're going to open yourself up to all these new opportunities. So it's important to be able to, yeah. Yes. Be open to that. This is really deep. I love this. Well, like tipsy chats. I love this. It's so deep and meaningful. Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, this has been a great episode. Like, we've spoken about sexuality, Mm. relationships, friendship. Friendship. Did we talk about that a little bit? We didn't really, but I mean, like, it's been a pretty long episode, so we're probably going to have to, like, cut it off soon. But, like, okay, one final thing before we wrap up this episode. Jess, what's your favorite thing about me? Mm. Why do you love me as a friend? Oh, there's so many things. Okay, um, it's so hard to capture the essence of you in words. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. You're just like, to me, you're like sunshine. Aww. And that's so corny. <laughs> no, but you're just like, you light up a room and you're, you light up my life. Aww. And you're just, your energy is just so positive. And you're just like an incredible soul Mm. and we're meant to be together for a reason i feel that i feel that my favorite thing about you is like you are just like comfort for me right like you're just comfort for me like you want to call you up yeah (laughs) in the middle of the day (laughs) not doing something i shouldn't be doing (laughs) jessica i need you here i can feel your energy connected to me by a string get here i need you <laughs> oh that has actually no, been a conversation you are so funny comfort to me like i think of you and i'm like yeah you just 
you feel like a part of me and I think that's why it's so comfortable yes I have that feeling too it's like Mm. no matter what I go through no matter Mm -hmm. if I have a breakup or whatever like Mm -hmm. I'm never alone yeah because I have you literally and like we don't even need to talk to each other for like what however like six months if we don't want to but then we'll talk and we'll be like yeah nothing's changed we just we needed some self-care time literally like (laughs) well yeah i think so Mm, that's it yeah that's it for me it's it's comfort we're just like it is comfort mm, yeah it's just comfort everything just feels right yeah and we we grow we've been growing Mm, together literally and we like deeply 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 believe that we were meant to align with each other like we need to get a past life reading done from maggie so we we know what our relationship it's on the to-do list it's on the to-do list (laughs) um but yeah no we are just like our souls were meant to be aligned and they aligned themselves and now they're not separating. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds corny, but like, it's just like a feeling. It's just like, you know, when you meet someone, you're like, you're going to be in my life for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. like yeah, we're going to go through shit, but it's, we're there. Exactly. So, yeah. Love us. Love, Love you. Love us. Love you. Love you. You make me cry again, girl. Thanks for coming <laughs> to my podcast. <laughs> Thanks for... Thanks for having me. Sorry I didn't come on sooner. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys, to Tipsy Time with Yay. Em and Jess. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, let me know. Share it with a friend. Listen like and subscribe. What Jess said. <laughs> Listen to it with your bestie. And have a wine night with your bestie and think of us. Mm. We love you. Bye. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all from me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.